0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Well, we're continuing Colossians 2, and I was tempted to not. Because so I was thinking, man, we need to call an audible in this season. We need to just rename the whole campaign, everything we've dropped online, which is Love is Greater Than, 143, we'll name it that. We'll talk about everything God's doing with Love the City. But then I thought, you know, there's a time to call an audible, and then there's also a time to just run the play. God's Word is rich. Colossians 2 is one of my favorite chapters. And as I leaned in, I remembered, oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, the, the, the pivotal verse for structured growth and sustainable growth is Colossians 2 6 through 8 to be rooted and built up so we don't fall victim to the world's schemes. And so we're going to watch Colossians 2 in just a minute. But last week, I want to give a shout out to Ashton. Ashton, uh, man, whoo, the message was shh. It was the gospel simple God is sufficient, He's enough. Jesus is sufficient. And lastly, um, the last S was God is supreme. Jesus is supreme. And, and then heaven lives in me. S-S-S-H. Shh. Close. Come on, let's give it up for Ashton. Yeah, Ashton, so check that out in the podcast. That is in whatever. You guys know where podcasts are. Um, I think the big question we're asking this week is, is God good? Is he real? Why would he let that happen? And if so, okay, why God? Where are you at? I think we're asking the wrong question. What, God, do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, God? What do you want me to do? In 2 Peter chapter 3, 8 through 10, but do not overlook this one fact, beloved. That with the Lord one day, is a 1,000 years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come. So Jesus will come back. This is written 2,000 years ago. People are saying, hey, where's your God? Why would he let all that happen? Where's God? Why is he not showing up? Where's your Jesus? Peter's reminding them during intense persecution. Intense pain. Uncertainty and turbulence in their day to day. They don't have the same structure we have. The early church... Didn't even barely get... They definitely aren't getting to go live online. If they go live online, next thing... whoop, okay. Death sentence. You stop and you think about that and you say, why would they be so serious about this message? They believed Jesus was coming. And he still is. So if this was that the Lord is going to come back, but here's why he's not coming. He wants to be patient so more people can come back home so people don't perish, so people don't have to spend forever without him. He wants to spend forever with his kids because when he comes, it says, when the day of the Lord will come, it'll be like a thief. And then the heavens will pass away with the roar and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. There's that picture where it's like, uh, shows darkness everywhere and the person the person is, is questioning, but, but, but they don't see that God's holding back so much more darkness. Because yeah. he see some darkness and you think, oh, well, that must be the full display. And today I've titled the message, When the Storms Hit, Our Roots Grip in Jesus. I'm not as cool as Ashton. I couldn't think of a shh. <laughs> you know, I mean, I couldn't. It was like, hey, this is, this is what I named this title. When the Storms Hit, our roots grip in Jesus. That's that's where I'm at. And we're going to watch Streetlights video together and read the
1: whole chapter of Colossians as we continue this series. Colossians chapter 2. I want you to know how much I have agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea, for many other believers who've never met me personally. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm telling you this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. Freedom from rules and new life in Christ. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking. From the spiritual powers of this world rather than from christ for in christ lives all the fullness of god in a human body so you also are complete through your union with christ who is the head over every ruler and authority when you came to christ you were circumcised but not by a physical procedure christ performed the spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. With him, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or sabbaths. For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come. And Christ himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For He holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments, and it grows as God nourishes it. You have died with Christ, and He has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world, such as don't handle, don't taste, don't touch? Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial and severe bodily discipline. But they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. Hey, let's...
0: Inch- through this chapter together and some verses that were kind of Mike Tyson punching me. I saw a clip of that new Eminem video and Mike Tyson just lays him out like Mike Tyson. He's this famous quote. He says, "Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth." You know. I think we. I don't have a point of how that connects, but but I want the text. There's some text. Oh, I kind of. There's some text that punched me in the mouth. Colossians 2, verse 1, I want you to know how much I've agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other believers who have never met me personally. Agonizing over people who have never met him. Yeah. I need my love to increase for people. As Americans, it's crazy. We're like, well, we're on lockdown right now. You know, people have been suffering all the time. And we just go about our day. Eh, eh. As long as it's not here. Eh. As long as it's not here.
1: Oh, it's here. Oh, man.
0: You know? But it also impresses me, too, to watch how people have risen in this occasion with this type of heart. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. What kind of leadership? Wow! Because love is the beginning of greatness. I think all of us would say, you know what? I want to make a difference. I want to be great. Yep, that's what I want to do. I want to be great. What does greatness look like? Where's the origin? How do we see it in the blueprints? Where's the foundation? Guaranteed, if you want to be great, and I know you want to be great, I know you want to be great, we want to be great, it starts with love. It's the beginning for everything. And so love overrides a lot of stuff, man. Another thing I want to highlight is, you know, we want to figure everything out. But Jesus is a mystery, more precious than possessions and knowledge that lasts
1: forever.
0: I remember it would be like this. You know, knowledge is power, kid. Knowledge is power, son. Well, not really, because I know a lot of people with a lot of knowledge that are doing a lot of dumb things. And we were doing a lot of dumb things, too. So how is knowledge power? Knowledge is only power when it's applied. Then it's powerful. It's not enough just to know something. I mean, we all know eat good, work out. Man, you know, but Domino's be calling my name late at night. Like Domino's calls my name late at night often. That that black box, that hand-tossed. And then you can see it on the app where it tells you where it's at in the process. Come on, that's communication. That's care. We need to learn about that. We need to exhibit that a little bit more. Come on, that is care. See, this mystery that's more precious than any possession and the type of knowledge that, that Christ has and God has supersedes even what we know on this earth. And in verse two and three, look, I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. God's like, oh, I got a plan. Because we want, well, God, what's your plan? Where you at? Oh, no. I'm, yeah, I had to hide it from most of you because you try to be me. Mm-hmm. we try to do it so many times. We put him in a genie. Like, oh, God, you answer to me now. Mm-hmm. We got to get off the throne and then recognize who's on it. Christ. Yeah, Man, it's mysterious. We can send people to Mars. It's going to happen. A shout out to Elon Musk, keep making it happen. We're become a multiple planet species. That'll be, you know, it's a neat thing and adventurous, but but yet we can't solve world peace. Yeah. Because the the great frontier and the great battle is on the inside, of what's going on. It's the sin nature. That Christ came and he's God's great grand grand plan. <laughs> because in him lie hidden of all treasures i love treasures it's better than a po- that he is better than a possession of wisdom and knowledge that's just let that out wow. because if i'm not in the mystery focused on that remembering that i have treasures that supersede anything that i can get I have wisdom and knowledge when I lay at the feet of Jesus. Therefore, I won't make money decisions and I won't be tempted to make hunger decisions. Because late night, my willpower is a little lower. Hence why the pizza comes. (laughs) In times in my life, it wasn't just pizza. It was death. Mm -hmm. Death. And it was never enough. Never enough. There wasn't enough drugs. There wasn't enough. And and, and when I think of this, I wrote down, um, what would it look like to not make hunger decisions, but Forgiven decisions. Wow, that's fire! I'm forgiven. Whoa. Changes everything. That's great. <laughs> I'm not gonna make a hunger. To, I'm forgiven. Verse six, this is where, this is, this is, this is, the, this is when the storms hit, our roots grip in Jesus this is the main text of today. And now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. We don't want to be entry level followers of Jesus, you know, fly by. We want to, we want to play ball for the love of the game. We want to follow him. We want to let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong. Somebody say strong. Come on, you got to say that. I just, you know, preachers always do that. Somebody say strong, Strong. right? You got to say, say grow strong. strong. There you go. (laughs) Sorry. Um, In the truth, you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Jerome, 10 years old, getting raised up, being taught in the ways of the Lord better than a Jedi. You're not going to walk down the same paths I have. How do you stay there? You have to continue to follow him. It's not enough just to accept Christ. People come down, hey, I want to just accept him for a moment. No, to follow him. And he didn't promise it would be easy. A lot of times we think he promised comfort. Scripture talks about he suffered, will suffer. It's not fun. I don't want to sign up for that class. It's not like I'm saying, yeah, get out there, see how hard it is. No, it's tough. But God is present with us. We are rooted in Jesus. It's a statement we got to make today. And you, you know, if you're watching, you're like, well, I don't know if I'm rooted in Jesus. Good thing is, is he's not looking to condemn anybody. People are like, oh, I could never go to church if I did. The place would catch on fire. Don't give yourself so much credit. You're probably not the worst sinner in the room. In fact, if you think you're a sinner, you're closer than you think. So, and God is just, he's just reaching out his hand saying, hey, come back home. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Messiah, the one way. And then we're rooted in Him. And what happens when we're rooted in Him is now we have this new root system that we got to grow up. And as we grow up, how do we grow up? In God's Word, and we need daily nutrients, just like any plant would. And I love palm trees, not because they're pretty, but because they can handle a hurricane. You want to know what's in you? Go through something, get bumped. What was in me this week? It's ridiculous. Stupid stuff. There was so many decoys. I need the real McCoy. Yeah. We're studying the, the, the decoys too much. What's the news saying? What's fear saying? What's God saying? Yeah, good. Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? Yeah. Yeah. Where's your God? Where's your... No, no, no. Our God came. What does God want me to do? Correct. And it changed everything. He wanted us to drop content online. He wanted us to remind the people, man, that they're loved, belong, and have purpose. He wanted us to remind the people that he's Emmanuel. God's still with them. He wanted us to remind, you know, look, no matter how far and how much fear you're feeling, man, God can override that. He is with you. You can pause and have peace. He said if you take worry and you turn it into prayer, and then when you take prayer and you, he gives you peace, and that position, that posture is powerful. Yeah. That prayer can then be exchanged with peace. That's game changer stuff. Because verse 8, here's why. Here's, there's a massive lie. We are being held captive by these empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense. See, the Jews, the, the, the Christians that were converted were, were, were being so overwhelmed with religious day-to-day that they got to uh, succumb to the only Jewish traditions. And this whole chapter is reminding us, look, it ain't about tradition. That's not how this works. It's nonsense that come from human thinking, that there's other ways to follow Christ or somehow now through how good I can be. Whatever from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. We don't want to study the decoy. We don't want to study the real McCoy. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a heaven human body. So you also are complete through your union. Union. It can't be broken. Who is the head over every ruler and authority? Who's the ruler? Come on. You down? I remember there's a song by Run DMC. It used to be back in the day. Like, you down with the king? You down with the king? I'd be like, you down with the king? I love that. Because there's in me. Like I want the king to win. You know, I want the king to win. But look, our head, our union with Christ—he's over every ruler and authority. All these so-called kings—he's over them. Over them. Over them. And when we're rooted in him, we're like a palm tree. When a storm comes, we're able to just all the way down, bounce back up. Because we got to get out of the, we got to check out of the world. And, and I have to ask myself this question. I hope we all do. Which world is feeding my roots? Which world? God's world? God's kingdom? Or this world? Which one? Am I studying Jesus? Ah. Oh, look, I am all for practical knowledge. So good, so good. Wisdom 20 seconds, wash your hands for sure. If you're not healthy, don't come over, don't call me, text me. Okay, we'll lay hands on you. We believe Jesus, can, you know, but we also believe hey, faith is uh, wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. I show faith and we got some action, and I know when to just hey, use some disinfectant. It's fine. I exercise my faith, but also believe that God can you know, raise people from the dead. But it's a mystery how it all unfolds many times. And I think of that because this week I was filled with some fear, worry, and hurry. And I came down in the kitchen and Crystal has the worship music on. Changing the whole tone of the whole house. And once I did a detox of a couple days on the news, look, I know there's still a lot of things going on but letting the root system get fed from the real McCoy, not the real decoy. There's princes and kings and United Nation leaders, presidents, all all that, queens. But there's a king, and his name's Jesus, Mm -hmm. and he will withstand every storm. So when my storms come, Hopefully my roots will grip in Jesus. And so I have to check out and check in. And that's why we created this. Um, this is a printout of, which is on the lo- lovethecity.org website this week. We, we launched this. Why? Because we want to feed people's uh, root system. That's what we want to do. We want to feed their root system. And I'm going to close here in just a couple moments. And, you know, yeah. But this is scriptures. Um, and this little health kit reminded us how to start our day. I'm gonna start the day, I'm gonna thank God. Three things I'm thankful for. I'm gonna pray five minutes, I'm gonna meditate and pray. Three, I'm gonna get the word in me. I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna worship. We have worship playlists on the lovethecity.org website that are put together for seasons just like these. And they're an hour and 43 minutes long to remind us that God loves us. Even when the storms are happening, We will withstand because we have palm tree faith in this place. We have palm tree faith wherever we are at, period. And lastly, it says, after we come out of this healthy, I start my day. Now I'm ready to go love the one life at a time. Because if I do it the other way, the day is too hard to tackle. It's too hard to carry. It's too heavy to go. But if I just stop and I pause and I remember, hey, man, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Ooh. And man, if you study the backdrop of that, sheep, they're only getting enough to go to each place. There's not enough, they're going to the next place. It's dry and the shepherd's got to lead them, but he'll lead them. And then he calls them to just lie down right in the midst of like a war. Just lie down. It'll be okay, little buddy. This is the peace that passes all understanding that God can give. And and, and here's why. Um, You were dead because of your sins. Check it. And because your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God made you alive with Christ, for He forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Yo, if I was rocking a cross chain right now, it'd be hard. Low key. Bow. You know, I got one. Alex, brother, Alex from church, he gave me one. It's in my car. she be rocking that right now, like pow. And people be like, yo, nice cross. But if I was wearing, for a moment, an electric chair, you'd be like, yo, fam, what's good? Why you got an electric chair on? <laughs> Dude, you out there. That's a means of execution of death. What do you think the cross was? But why do you go to the cross? He didn't just go to die. He go to take the punishment because the debt you and I had, we couldn't pay it. We couldn't pay it. But he could. So God put, because God's perfect, he is perfect. Just like a good judge would be. When you're guilty and you know and you're there, but Jesus steps in. That's what was nailed to the cross. So we have new type of freedom, and this is the type of king we have. Okay, the ruler we have to all of the rulers in the world, like all of the battle, all of the movies, good, evil, you know, hate, love, all that. Tina, will you come up and kind of play in the keys? And all right, worship team, you guys can come up. We're gonna close here in a minute, and because uh, our king, you know, how our king came. He didn't come with loud trumpets. He didn't come with loud armies, though he could have. That's the story. Most people, when they talk about Jesus, they're not talking about Jesus. They're talking about a weird church experience. Hey, I'm sorry. We let you down. Hey, just like any family, we're messed up sometimes. But Jesus, when you see him for who he is, he's so beautiful. It's a game changer. Did you know this king came to die on a donkey? This king came to die on a donkey. A donkey is a symbol of peace. Like, hey, I'm not here for war. Didn't do one thing wrong, live in a sinless life. Didn't deserve to be sick with all the issues of everybody else. He's perfectly healthy, perfectly whole. But yet he left the comfort of heaven to restore this gap that we needed so desperately to be back with God, face to face with God, our maker. And there was only one way. He didn't want it. I mean, check it. Watch prayer. If you missed prayer, watch prayer yesterday. He's in the garden saying, God, if there's any other way, let it pass. But he says this, not my will, but yours be done. And then he goes to his his death on a donkey. And they're celebrating him. And then the same crowds later saying, crucify him. Why? Hunger decisions, money decisions, power decisions don't think we can't be deceived. We got to pause. We got to get back to the health. We got to be rooted because when the storms hit, our roots got a grip in Jesus. Game, set, match, period. Folks, that's where we're at, friends. So lastly, verse 15, in this way, here's what Jesus did. He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. (laughs) Dude, that is so, I was reading that, and that was Mike Tyson moment for me this morning. That was Mike Tyson. Victory over them on the cross. Why do we think we got to fight with reselling Purell online? Why do we think we got to fight with making sure we have enough? What can we give away in this season? Who can we love in this season? Because we already have victory. He said it's finished. Because the good news is love. That's what I want to tell you. The good news is love. You're at home, wherever. What up? Church, city life. We'll be in the building. And my last little note, and we'll just end with this. Once we know how much Jesus loves us, anything else is a cheap counterfeit. Today's National Day of Prayer as well. um, The president called a day of prayer. He so said, this country has always been people that have asked for God's hand. In. Earlier in the chapter, Colossians 2:5, Paul says, For though I am absent in the body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order in the firmness of your faith in Jesus. And I love it. It says, you're absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit. So here's what prayer does. It changes our perspective, changes our hearts, As we petition to God, and he is present in any place, even if we're not there physically. So let's take a moment before we close to pray. And then we're going to sing, just just take us back to the first love. Just a couple times, and we'll get out for the day and and enjoy our Sunday. Jesus, we pray for all that is going on, for families that have felt overwhelmed right now. We pray for single moms, we pray for single dads, we pray for people that don't have any parents, kids that are now forced to be home more, people that can't travel, or people that are being quarantined away from their family. God, we petition all of heaven right now and ask for you to pour down your oil down on us. Let your will be done let healing come God, forgive us when we look to the decoys forgive us when we are filled with fear and worry and anxiety God, take us back to you, we pray take us back to you, it's simple we can just say, Jesus, forgive me forgive me and you'll take us back you'll take us back, that quick and you don't just take us back and put us in the corner you take us back and you throw a party you throw a party And we thank you that we have been forgiven. And so we sing as people that have been forgiven. We live as people that have been forgiven. We love as people that have been forgiven. Because we have been called for such a time as this. To push past ourselves. Take us back.
1: Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.